Hi, this is Colin Cowie, and you're listening to the Wedding Podcast Network. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Meet the Masters. My name is Robert Allen. I'm your host, and I'm very excited about this particular show because this is a special edition Meet the Masters with the Event DV25. Now, let me explain to you what the Event DV25 is if you haven't heard already. These 25 are some of the most influential videographers working in the business today, and they were picked by their peers. And Event DV Magazine is a prominent trade magazine within the wedding videography uh, industry within event videography, and it's it's for videographers. And this is the second year in which Event TV held this uh, contest, if you will. And this year's 2006's DV25 was picked by their peers. And I have um, about 13 of the 25 videographers with us today on the show. And uh, as you all know, I am a videographer. I have been for the last 22 years, and it has a very special place in my heart. And I, I do believe with all my heart that video is a very important component of the day. And as videographers, we really get to study weddings. We see them from the planning process when we're meeting with couples through the actual event itself, right through the editing process where we in detail, analyze each and every frame of video that we capture and then create a finished piece that our couples can then enjoy and pass on for generations to come. Now, a videographer has a very unique position in a wedding because we are there for the entire process, whereas other wedding vendors that you might use might only be there for a portion of the day. For example, a florist. A florist will come in, set up the flowers, take a couple of pictures, and then leave. The florist typically doesn't even experience what the room looks like with people in it. The same holds true for musicians. They come in for their four hours, they have no relationship with the bride and groom, and they're gone. So a videographer has a very intimate place in the whole wedding planning process. And it's because of that that videographers generally are looked to as experts in the industry. And we're very lucky to have this selection of of experts, of really the best of the best within the industry available to us here today. Now, um, the two things that each of, of the videographers that we'll speak to today will discuss will be their best advice for weddings, for brides and grooms planning their weddings, as well as their best advice when planning for video for your wedding. Because we're going to assume at this point that you want a videographer. Because I can tell you this, somewhere down the line, if you choose not to have your wedding videotaped, somewhere down the line, you're going to regret it. And in the 22 years of doing this, I've never met a couple who's ever regretted actually having video. So um, I want to um, start off uh, with one of the Event TV 25, uh, Chris Watson. Chris, how are you? Hey, doing good. How are you doing, Robert? Good. Thank you really so much for for being a part of this. I uh, really do appreciate you taking the time to, to join us. Now, you're in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Is that right? Uh, that's correct. That's about um, 30 miles from Dallas. It's pretty much one big metroplex that covers Dallas, Arlington, and Fort Worth. It's basically one big metro area. When when you're thinking about a couple who's planning their wedding at this point, what would be your best advice to them? Um, I think my best advice for a couple who's getting married, especially if they plan on doing something big, uh, bigger than your average wedding, or something with a lot of guests, a lot of things going on, is definitely hire a wedding coordinator. Unless you're really organized, uh, there's going to be some things that you'll miss or you won't think of. And the thing a wedding coordinator does is, is that they do all the stuff that you wouldn't think of to make the day run smooth. Uh, in a lot of ways, their job is kind of uh, 
similar to ours where it's kind of like an iceberg. There's only 10% that you see and 90% that you don't see. And a well-coordinated wedding by a professional coordinator will make the day just run a lot smoother than one where you kind of do it yourself unless you're really organized. And, uh, of course, beyond that, get a good wedding video, uh, good photos, things like that, especially video and photography, uh, because those are the things that are really going to last beyond the wedding day. What would be your best advice to a bride now who's, who's looking for uh, the best video? What, what are some of the things that she needs to know? I think the first thing she needs to look at is to go beyond, you know, any kind of preconceived wedding uh, budget or a preconceived uh, video budget and just look at quality because after the wedding day, the bride's not going to think about how much they spent on wedding video. They're just going to, they're just going to care if the video is good or not. A bride should look for what kind of video would fit their style, uh, personal style, as far as music, as far as camera work and just overall tone. And then from there, kind of figure out a way to make it happen. But yeah, I think I think the advice I would I would give a bite is just to shop for a wedding videographer, like you have a blank check, you know. And then if you like that videographer's work, there's always ways to make make it happen where you can afford them to do your wedding. But that'd be my advice. Great. Well, well, thanks so much. We really do appreciate you sharing your expertise with us. Let's uh, move down now to Florida with uh, Brett Culp. Hi, Brett. Hi, Robert. How are you today? Great. Thanks so much for for joining us. And uh, you too, an, an event DV25. And uh, you actually, your your team won, your, your production team won as the event DV25. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. I, you know, I'm, I end up today being the voice of our team, but we have a fabulous group of graphic artists and videographers and editors that put together our work here. You're a multi-award winner. They almost ran out of room on the card there when they're listing your awards. Talk about what a bride needs to know, what a groom needs to know. What's the, the inside information that ne- they need to know when they go out and plan their wedding? Well, as you mentioned, you know, we get to see the inside of these weddings and the, the personalities and the stories of people. And we also see lots of them, so we kind of know the ones that people at the end of the day feel very rewarded by and fulfilled by. And, and my, my experience has been that the people that really interject their own personality into the wedding are the people that at the end of the day feel like they, they, re, they feel the most gratified by, by the event. You know, some people just think, oh, you're supposed to go down the list and do the things that other people tell you to do, do the things the books and the magazines tell you to do. But if you don't interject your own personality, your own little personal touches with the music and the decor and the, 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 the gifts, the favors, and the, all, all the things that happen throughout the day, whether they're video productions or speeches, the people that are the most excited at the end are the people that feel like they really got uh, an event that matched their personality. Well, that's, you know, that, that's really so important. And that's, that's really an aspect that you know, couples don't think about. Yeah, and, I, and the, the ones that, uh, that love what they, we did a wedding just recently where they, they had the wedding at a, and it was a very uh, lavish event, but it was at a museum that they had grown up at, a museum that's traditionally considered for kids, like a museum of science and industry. So they mm-hmm. ended up having their reception underneath the, you know, the huge dinosaur, you know, bone exhibits and all that kind of stuff, which to me was like, when they first told me, I, I couldn't believe they were going to do that. But it was a special place to both of them as children, and it's a place they'd had a, a, you know, an early date in their relationship, and right. it really reflected their personality. And with the right wedding uh, planner and the right uh, designer, it really turned out to be a fabulous event and a great reflection of them. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's interesting. I think when couples pick locations for a wedding, they don't think in terms of longevity. You know, we had a couple on who had gotten married on t- at Tavern on the Green in New York. And one of the reasons that they did that was because they knew that Tavern on the Green would always be there. Right. That it would be a place that they could come back to um, and re-experience. And I think when you pick uh, places that you know have a, a long lifespan, will have a long lifespan, I think that, that kind of adds to it. Now, talk a little bit about your best advice when a couple is looking to pick a videographer. 
Well, you know, my advice is actually very similar. You know, as Chris mentioned, you need to look around and find things that really match you. And, and you know, the beauty of what's gone on with, with wedding video over the past, you know, several years is that it's really beyond what people think it can be. Everybody has a vision of what video is, well, most people do. And, and the reality is that it's not what, you, what it used to be. And so I think there are a lot of different videographers out there with a lot of different styles and uh, their own personality interjected in it because today vi wedding video is an art form and there are artists performing it and each artist has their own personality. So I would say, you know, just like we talked about, with I, I said with the decor, uh, you know, to pick something and themes that match your personality, pick a videographer that really matches your personality, whether it's someone that has a little more of a laid-back style or a little more interactive style, a more documentary style, or a more cinematic style. Now, I know as I'm talking, those are just words. Until you actually see the work, uh, it's hard to know what that means, which is why you, gotta, you should see a lot of work. Uh, we recently uh, had a client that told me they had looked at 60 demos, 60 wedding wow. video demos. And, I, I mean, I was blown away by that, and I think that's over the top. Um, and we were honored that they chose us after watching all those demos. I, I, you know, it was like, wow. That's, that's, a, that's a great honor to us. Uh, but sure. they really did their research and knew what they wanted, and they could kind of tell you the difference. So I think the more your personality, the better, the better you are and the happier you're going to be watching it because at the end of the day, you want your wedding photos and your wedding video to really be a reflection of you and finding an artist that matches your personality and style is, is fabulous. Yeah, really great advice, Brett. Thanks uh, so much for for being a part of, uh, of the show today. We move now to Seattle. Is that right? Is that where Laura Randall is? That's right. Seattle, Washington. <laughs> Laura is part of a team as well. This team is a husband and wife team. Both you and, and your husband, Chris, uh, were honored with uh, being on the event TV 25. Have you always been together as a couple in, in the business, or did one of you start first? Um. You know, it was something that sort of evolved in our lives, and um, Chris really kind of started it, and um, I think I kind of came in and took over a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's shocking, but... <laughs> yes, I can't, I can't believe that. <laughs> I know, you can't imagine me doing that. But, um, no, you know, it's funny because he's kind of the technical guy, and I really don't like technical stuff, um, even though Chris and I met in a computer store where I was selling computers of all things. <laughs> Uh, and um, but I tend to be probably the more the person that does more um, contact with our clients and um, the more creative side. So for instance, when it comes to editing, he might help me with some rough cut editing, but then I put the finishing touches on it. So it works. It works out really well. Great. Now you know I always believed in you know I'm in business with my wife as well. It, you know women really have an advantage as, as wedding professionals because you have that, that insight. You know, speaking from a woman's point of view and, and what you've seen and what you've experienced in weddings, share some, some things that you've learned. What, what can you tell brides today that are planning their wedding? Well, Chris kind of stole a little bit of what I was going to say. Um, I really <laughs> believe in hiring a really good wedding coordinator. You know, if I could do my wedding all over again, I definitely would have a coordinator because... Now, the morning of my wedding, everybody was coming and asking me questions, and I'm just like, I just want to get my hair done, you know, and make sure my makeup doesn't melt off, you know, in the 95-degree weather in Hawaii. But, um, you know, and my mom was running around and doing stuff, and um, it just would have really been nice to be able to just sit back and relax and enjoy the day and just marry my husband and not worry about, you know, where's the champagne and, you know, who's going to blow up the balloons and all that kind of stuff. I, I just didn't want to really deal with that. I mean, it's like it's fun to plan your wedding up until the day of your wedding. And then I don't think there's any other event in the world where you are the planner and the guest of honor and the host all at the same time. It's crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's true. It's a very, very unique uh, dynamic. Now, when a couple decides they want the best videographer, they want someone who can really capture the day for them in a way that will help them relive it. What are the, some of the things they need to do? What are those tools that they need when, they, when they're choosing their videographer? Well, I think it's really important to watch an entire wedding, and, and if you can, meet in person with your client. I mean, we have couples that are you know, from out of town, and obviously for 
everybody they can't always meet their videographer in person but if you can I think it's important because kind of like what Brett was talking about, you know, you want to be able to mesh your personalities with them. You know, you don't want somebody like creepy following you all around on your wedding day. And, I mean, you're going to get dressed in front of this person perhaps. And, um, you know, so I think that's important. But, you know, nowadays there's the high definition thing is kind of the big buzzword. And, um, you know, we're starting to get more and more clients ask us about high definition, and we definitely can provide that service. But I think that there are some people that are getting kind of drawn into this technology of, oh, do you do weddings in high definition? And if you if you do or you don't, you know, they may or may not even want to look at you further. And I, I think that's a mistake. You know, great technology and a great-looking picture isn't going to make up for if somebody is not a good shooter or a good editor and can't tell your story. Uh, you're better off at getting somebody with a standard definition camera um, but that can tell the story and really do some editing that's going to really be meaningful to you. Um, so I think that's important. And the other thing is um, I'm a huge advocate of the same-day edit. <laughs> I where, you, where you have highlights to show right at the wedding. Right. Where you take mm-hmm. items that are filmed from earlier in the wedding day, have it edited on site, and shown at the reception for your guests. Um, and I think that's that's a really, it's a wow factor thing. I mean, we just did one yesterday, and, you know, the guests, even some of the guests were in the wedding industry um, themselves. The groom was a band member, and um, they just were totally blown away. And not only that, they got to see a part of the day that they didn't get to see, because the guests don't get there until the ceremony starts, typically. So they didn't get to see the bride and groom getting ready or seeing each other for the first time or, you know, when the bride gets to see her dad for the first time, and just some of those more emotional moments. And um, the same day edit is just a phenomenal um, thing. It's, uh, you know, a little bit newer in um, kind of an up-and-coming thing in the videography world, and it just is really a wow factor and just a neat thing to have. You can take it home that night with you, too. It's just neat. Well, that's really uh, great information, uh, Laura. We really do appreciate you. Uh, you sharing that with that with us, and I just want to remind all of our listeners that we will have links to everyone 's website that you 're listening to today so that you can check out uh, the fabulous work that they do and contact them for more information uh, as it pertains to to your wedding. Uh, I want to welcome now um, an old friend uh, from Los Angeles, California, David Robin. Hi, David. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Now, your accent, you were born in Brooklyn, is that right? No, Los Angeles uh, via um, Old Blighty, which is, um, <laughs> I guess, English slang for London. Yes. Well, it, it's it's so nice to, to hear your voice. David David and I have been uh, have been friends for a long time and long have time. known each other for, uh, for many years. And not only do I know you professionally, but we've socialized uh, when we've gotten together at, at various conventions, and, and I'm really glad that you could join us today. Well, thank you for inviting me. Uh, so tell us, you're you're not a man who keeps his opinions to himself. And that's what I like about you. Uh, so tell the brides out there, what do they need to know when they're planning their wedding? Ah, well, actually, probably um, um, a word or advice of, of caution. Yes, I absolutely advocate... Um, hiring an event planner, um, and there are some ex- truly extraordinary event planners out there that will create a phenomenal party. However, um, you really need to figure out where their true interests lie. Um, they are in um, the exceptional place of being able to refer um, a plethora of vendors and convince the bride and groom that these are the right people to go with. Okay. Now, if they're referring a vendor... Um, really need to figure out if they have your best or the bride's best interests in mind and they're actually going to be able to to match the personalities and uh, give the bride and groom the best possible vendors. Um, what, do you, what do you mean? Do you, you mean that wedding professionals don't always recommend the best person? They no, recommend I mean, a lot of, a lot of, it's very relationship-based um, industry. So there are quite a few planners out there that will refer people they're involved with socially, you know. Um, I've seen situations where um, photographers or DJs or whatever have been recommended, and it's just because of the fact that they're they're close friends and really not the best 
best match for the for the client. Um, other than that, um, what I think makes a really terrific party is um, some kind of lighting design um, that an event planner w- would set up um, that really can make a great party. And of course, you know, a rocking DJ or a rocking band that really have the um, experience to to make the party uh, a total success. Now, what about when it comes to choosing a videographer? In my opinion, the best videographers are artists. They have their own unique voice. I mean, very similar to to the greatest rock and roll guitar players. It's a strange analogy, but Jimi Hendrix, Carlos Santana. Whenever you hear Jimi Hendrix or Carlos Santana on the radio, okay, you know it's them. Okay, right. Um, some of the greatest videographers out there in our industry. You don't have to know who they are, but just by seeing their work, you can tell who they are. And they have a unique voice. And to me, they're, they're true artists. And um, I think clients should really take the time out to find um, an artist and um, you know, find, one, find one that they, they truly get. So they, they, they can totally understand where they're coming from. And uh, I think they'll, they'll get a great product. Also, I think it's important for a client to, to let these artists do their thing rather than instruct them or give them... You know, they're, they're, They've been professionals for many years. They've got a phenomenal product. Let them do what they do best. Leave them alone um, on the day. Leave them alone in the edit, and they'll get the best possible product that these guys can produce. Great. Well, that's really fabulous advice, David. Uh, I really do appreciate you taking the time to, um, to, to, to spend with us and to, to share your, your knowledge. Uh, let's stay in California with my old friend John Goolsby. Hi, John. Hi, Robert. So glad you could uh, you could join us. You too, another veteran of of the the event video world. How long have you been in business now, John? Videotaped our first wedding in 1986, just a little before you were born. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you, and that's why I like you. Now, now, John, you know you've um, evolved from uh, you know just a, a videographer, if I could say just a videographer, into to other areas of of the wedding business. Uh, you now have a, a retail bridal salon, is that correct? It's a, it's a big empire now with about 17 different businesses all in one location. Okay. Everything from wedding gowns to photographers, DJs, limos, travel agents, ministers, everything. So you have really a unique perspective because of that involvement. What's some inside track? What's some inside information that you can share with our listeners that they're not going to find anywhere else. You know, something that comes from a veteran like yourself that you said, gosh, I wish I could just tell the brides this. What would that be? Okay, here's advice you won't get from anybody else. We bought the wedding dress store six years ago, and shopping for a dress is almost like shopping for a groom. You really have to try it on. You can't pick it out from a picture in a book. And by that I mean you have to imagine wearing that dress uh, in front of your guests and wearing it at the event. You can't pick it out from just a picture. And it's the same way from the videographer. You really have to meet the person and evaluate their storytelling abilities, and then you have to envision watching this story and showing it to your family and friends 5, 10, 15 years down the road. And I think the artist part of it is probably the, the biggest factor to be looking for. Looking for, for something that, that, that touches you in a certain way that you know, should move you, right? It's not you know, something that should just kind of not have any impact. You know, that, that should have an impact on you when you're looking. Yeah, you know, women should listen to that voice inside. Um, men and women both have intuition. The only difference is women listen to it. Uh, and when you see the right movie and you meet the right artist to do your wedding, um, find a way to make it happen. I don't think you'll ever regret it. Let's talk for just a moment because you have that that insight, you know, with wedding gowns. What's the the biggest misconception about the wedding gown when a bride is shopping? Oh, okay, now I'm going to get really opinionated. There's a large discount chain across the country that advertises wedding gowns for as cheap as $99. And we'll see them every weekend uh, carrying the bags with the logo on it and Almost every time that dress will fall apart before the end of the day, they'll try and bustle it and it won't go together. A seam will come loose. The zipper will rip. And the brides are devastated. And it just kind of reminds me of like all wedding services. Sometimes we'll try and find a relative to do our photography or our video or, or try and cut a corner. 
and it almost always comes back to bite us. Uh, a bride hired us to do a, uh, a photo montage at her wedding reception and hired us to project it and then called us back the week before the wedding because she found someone cheaper. And sure enough, at the wedding, which was at Disneyland, a very nice place, the guests were kept waiting outside for 30 minutes as this cheaper service tried to get his equipment to work, which he never could. And the event coordinator came over to me and she says, oh, yeah, save $100 in labor, spend $200 in pills. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's really so true. And, and, John, thank you so much for, for sharing uh, your, your expertise with us. We go now to Texas, Bedford, Texas. Is that right, LaDonna? That's correct. LaDonna Moore, so nice to hear your voice and to have you with us. It's good to be invited. I'm excited. Well, you, before we kind of get into things, I heard a little bit of news about you. Yes. I'm planning my wedding. I'm so excited. Hey. I just got engaged. Just got well, the ring congrats. this weekend. Congratulations. That's that's very exciting. So I guess I'm going to have a little insight into how the bride feels. <laughs> that's right. And then I can I, I guess I can count on you to become a new listener to yes, the podcast right. network. <laughs> <laughs> so, LaDonna, you know, share with us. Again, I think women in this industry really have a, a distinct advantage uh, when it comes to to making connections and to uh, to having insight into the wedding planning process, share with our listeners some of your expertise, what you've learned over the years when it comes to planning a wedding. Well, I think the uh, most important thing as you're planning your wedding is to eliminate stress because it seems to be that everyone starts out with these ideas of you know what they want to do and they get derailed and sidetracked with everyone else's ideas of what they want, and they feel they have to conform to that. And a lot of brides are stressing about the budget. I would say that's the number one. And um, I think the first step they need to do is make a list of what's most important, prioritize what they want for the wedding, and how much they're going to budget for this. And, and then they have to decide not to go over that Um, budget, or at least when they're making decisions for their wedding, to wait 24 hours. I say you need to wait at least 24 hours before you make a decision so you can cool off and not do something that in the heat of the moment you feel like, you know, you have to have. And when you step back later and say, well, I went over budget and now I don't have room for something I really did want, such as video, you can't, you know, you can't do it anymore. You have to really uh, be realistic about that, I think. Yeah. You know, that's such a good point because w- when it comes to making decisions for weddings, and I think this is what a lot of, of couples don't understand, is that the decisions that you make for a wedding are all emotional decisions. Mm-hmm. They're emotional purchases. There are very few purchases in our life that have a, a, an emotional attachment to them, don't you think? Oh, I do. I do. And even though um, now that I'm planning a wedding, the things I'm thinking, I mean, the very first thing I thought was, we need a video for sure. And where it's going to be, who's going to be there, and what I'm going to wear, it really doesn't matter because when it comes down to it, I want to be able to watch the video and see the family, hear their voices, see the joy, and whatever happens, I just want to see that happen. For me, that was at the top of my list, of course, but every bride might have you know, their own, own ideas and dreams of what they want, and it's not going to happen that way if you uh, lose sight of, you know, what you want and go with what everybody's pressuring you to do. Well, you know, let's, let's take that one step further. Talk about then what are some of those, those qualities that a bride needs to look for when choosing that videographer? Well, I think, you know, for a lot of brides that are busy in today's kind of world, they're looking on the website, they're checking out videos online, and I've had brides call me and say, you know, I just got goosebumps watching your your video online. I really felt like there was a connection and you knew uh, how to tell the story. You got what I want to to other people to know, what I want to remember of the wedding. Um, I think it's important to make a connection with their style of video, but also meet them in person. And if you just absolutely can't meet in person, at least make that phone call. Because like several others have said, this person's going to be with you during some very intimate moments and very um, emotional moments, and you don't want to feel uh, some kind of a weird vibe (laughs) during that time. You want to feel completely at ease and not even worry about 
where they are, what they're doing, are they getting the right shots? You just got to have a comfort level. And, and then when the, the day is over, that same comfort level, that same excitement needs to be there. It's kind of like uh, if you expect great results, um, kind of like with your kids, if you just expect it, you know, you're more than likely that's what you're going to get. If you have that confidence and trust, and when a bride just tells me, I know it's going to be a great video, well, you know what, I strive to go to that extra mile because I don't want to disappoint them. You know, I want to just do the very best I can. But you've got to trust and have that confidence, and I think that comes with meeting them in person or making at least that connection over the phone. That's that's really such fabulous advice, LaDonna. We do appreciate you sharing that. And again, congratulations on your engagement. Let's move over to Minneapolis, Minnesota, to Alan Norman. Hi, Alan. Hi, Robert. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us uh, today. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And, and as we said, uh, our listeners, I know, are eager to uh, to hear all this information. And uh, just remember, you can go to our website, WeddingPodcastNetwork.com, uh, check the show notes for this podcast, and you'll get uh, to see a link to, to all of the great videographers uh, that we're speaking to today. So, Alan, um, share with us, and our listeners, what some of your best advice uh, might be for a couple who are planning their wedding. Well, I think some of it has already been shared. I really do believe that having a person, whether you call the person a mother hen or a full-fledged wedding planner, having someone that you can delegate the responsibility of making sure that uh, things come off the way they should, I think that's very important. Uh, The bride should not have to be taking care of details, especially on the day of the wedding. So that would be uh, something I, that I really want to reinforce. But the second thing that uh, that I want to mention, and this is really the day of the wedding itself, uh, the, the bride should determine that uh, she's going to have a wonderful day no matter what happens. Uh, in other words, uh, enjoy the day. Don't be uptight. If things go wrong, go with the flow. I just uh, talked to an organist friend, and he shared uh, about a wedding that he had this last weekend, and uh, he got the signal to start the processional. Everyone stood, and he started playing Here Comes the Bride, and all of a sudden everyone started laughing. And he didn't find out till later what happened, but here two elderly aunts wandered down the aisle in front of the, of the bride. And, uh, you know, you can either say, you know, the wedding was ruined, or you can say, fantastic, you know, what a unique experience and what a wonderful memory. So, so a lot of it depends on the attitude of the bride, and I just would encourage her and the bridegroom as well to just really enjoy the day. Yeah, having the right mindset. Absolutely. Looking, you know, on your wedding day, you really should be looking towards the positive in in every moment. You know, the glass should always be half full on your wedding day, certainly. And I think having that right mindset going in really sets the tone. And I think your guests kind of take that cue from you as as a bride, as a groom, as to what the mode of the day uh, will be. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Uh, So now... In choosing the right videographer, what are some of the things that that she needs to look for? Well, the first thing that I would say is that uh, the bride should start early. Uh, From my experience, it often seems like uh, the video is one of the last things that the uh, bride thinks of. And then there's budget constraints. And if she's actually going after someone who's good, uh, he or she is probably already booked up. So I would say keep uh, video as a priority and start as early as possible. Uh, the second thing I would say is to not just look at demos online or uh, even demos that are sent out, but actually go and meet with a person. And, and I think it was so uh, so good what has already been said. Uh, there has to be a connection between the bride and the videographer. There has to be a relationship where she feels comfortable with this person. And then instead of just looking at uh, a demo that this person has done, which obviously is going to be uh, really a, a good demo, uh, actually asked to see, well, could I see one of your last weddings that you uh, that you shot? And this way she'll not only get an idea of a real-world video wedding that the person does, but she'll also get an idea as to style, whether, as it's been mentioned, whether it's a documentary style, whether it's uh, more of a highlight-type thing, uh, if it's more artsy. Uh, everyone has their own style, and it's important that uh, the bride's expectations be met. And if she can see an actual a sample of a person's work, uh, then she can easily see, well, this is not really what I'm looking for, or this is exactly what I'm looking for. So I think that would be very, very important. 
I think that's uh, that's really fabulous advice for couples who are choosing a videographer. I want to just remind everyone, you're listening to a special edition of Meet the Masters on the Wedding Podcast Network. We are talking today with the Event DV 25 for 2006. And, uh, and joining us now on the line is another husband and wife team from Tulsa, Oklahoma, Trisha and Mark Von Lanken. Hi, guys. Hello. You just have Trisha today. I'm sorry. Trisha, Mark is not, Mark's not with us. She's Mark's not, not with us. With us. Okay. Um, well, that's all right. I, I actually like you better, Trisha. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> we'll take a quick poll online with all the callers. Who likes uh, Trisha or Mark better? Okay. No, I'm only kidding. But, you know, again, I, you know, I have an affinity for husband and wife teens uh, in the business, and, and uh, we got to chat a bit uh, when we were um, at the Forever Group convention in, in Florida, uh, as you were picking up your uh, your awards, you know, so that was very exciting. But you know, again, as a woman, you do have a special insight into uh, into the wedding pl- process, the wedding planning process. Um, give us some some inside information to share with with our couples when when they're planning their wedding. Well, I think the first thing that I would say to any bride was enjoy the journey to their wedding day. I think so many times they almost take uh, preparing for their wedding or selecting their wedding vendors as a almost a part-time job, and they get so caught up in it, and it becomes work, and it becomes a drudgery, and and instead of just enjoying the journey and um, not procrastinating selecting your vendors, but thinking out thoroughly and in advance and preparing, you know, well in advance and not putting things off. And then, you know, just letting the day then happen instead of, you know, it being such a drudgery and such, um, you know, almost such a job in, in getting ready for the wedding day. Right. Yeah, that's, I think, just, you know, couples forget that the planning process is part of the wedding experience and it should be a, a positive experience. Right, and not, and not a dreaded experience. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I guess, you know, a lot of that really, I think, has to do with a bride's attitude to begin with, don't you think? I mean, there are just some people that are always positive and always want things to, to go well and others that, that just don't. But I think when it comes to the wedding, I think you, should, you really need to do your best to keep yourself in the right frame of mind. Yes, that's very true. And um, I think as brides put things in perspective and they keep the planning process going, and like I said, not procrastinating. I see so many brides that will put off hiring their vendors thinking, oh, I still have a little more time, or they just keep putting that aside of of reserving their vendors, and then they kind of get down the road and their vendors are already booked. And so you just don't want to put off reserving the vendors that you want, or you'll get stuck with the vendors that were your second choice. So... Yeah, well, that's that's great. You don't it's such good advice because you don't want to set it, set yourself up for disappointment right from the start. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, what what does the bride and groom need to know when they're choosing a a videographer? Well, I really was going to say what Alan said in regards to I think it is so important to meet with the videographer, yes, and then also to watch a wedding video in its entirety. Primarily because, you know, so many brides are shopping online these days and they go online and they see excerpts of videographers that are just short clips. And, you know, a lot of videographers can make some great short little two, three minute pieces. But then you go to their studio and you ask to see a complete wedding video and maybe you don't hear the vows or, you know, the audio at the reception, you can't hear the toast. And so that should be a major red flag to a bride that maybe that they can create some great little short segments, but can they have a consistency throughout the whole video? Because you definitely want to hire a videographer that there's going to be consistency and quality from the beginning to the end of their, of their uh, wedding video. Well, you know, I have to tell you, when I, when I thought about putting this show together, I never thought we would end up with such amazing advice and i have to say as as videographers i think we're all a lot more with it when it comes to being wedding experts than anyone ever gives 
credit for. So really fabulous stuff. Let's move up now to Boston, Massachusetts for House Life or Hi Hal. How you doing, Robert? Doing really, really great. Uh, so glad that you could uh, you could join us today. Hey, congratulations on a great show, great concept. Got to tell you that quite a few brides up in this area have come in and they've said they've heard about Wedding Podcast Network. Well, we love to hear that. We're we're working really hard to to, to provide really great, solid content for our listeners that they won't be able to to find anywhere else. And and I have to say that I'm extremely lucky. Uh, in my career, having met so many amazing wedding professionals that uh, have been so willing, like like all of you today, to uh, to share this information to make sure that the the one day that these young women and men have been thinking about for so long comes off the way it should be. Now, I know that that you've been in the business a long time. You've got great experience. You you've done some fabulous weddings. I, I've always admired your work. Thank you. Um, what does a bride need to know? What's that inside scoop that, that she doesn't know right now when she's out planning her wedding? Well, a couple of things she has to think about, and uh, a lot of my fellow videographers are already stress certain things that they should know about. One thing to think about is how is the bride going to entertain her guests? I mean, the wedding is all about the bride and groom, but as the guests drive home that night and they're saying, oh my gosh, the band was great, the flowers were great, the food was great, the church was great, how do they really entertain the bride and groom? And one of the things a bride might want to think about is, does my audience, do my guests know who I am? Do they know who the groom is? Um, and what I'm getting to is a lot of times you might have a bride from New Jersey, a groom from Massachusetts. The audience goes there, they're enjoying seeing the bride and groom, but at the end of the night, they don't even know who the bride and groom are. So a lot of times brides are enjoying either showing a video of photos or maybe a little history about who the bride and groom are. And that's part of the entertainment of the evening. So kind of giving, um, you know, kind of a, an insight into each of their lives, because really, you know, what makes, I think, a wedding so challenging, planning a wedding, is that you're bringing these two families together you know, into really one entity. Um, and and, it, and you're right. I mean, a lot of times couples, you know, the, the families don't know much about the other family. Right, exactly. I mean, the bride's going to look beautiful. The groom is very handsome. But the people coming to the wedding are going to another wedding next week and another wedding three weeks later, and it all looks the same to them. So if they can entertain their audience, tell them a little more insight about the families, that adds a value to the wedding. Yeah, and I think uh, in the world of videography, what has become uh, very popular, and, and Laura had mentioned it um, earlier, is, is same-day edits where we're able to have footage from the day uh, shown uh, at the wedding itself. And one of the things that, that you do to, to bring that one step further is, uh, is bringing a little bit of that family history into, into the piece. Absolutely, the history, but also the history of the day, the bride getting ready at her house. The audience never sees that. The audience, the guests, they never even see the bride getting out of the car, coming into the church. So now you show a little of that footage the same day, and now you bond the audience together, and now we're all sharing everything about the wedding day. Yeah, I think that's incredibly powerful that I don't think uh, a lot of couples even think about, you know, having you know, that is part of, of their wedding uh, experience. Now, a bride is out trying to pick amongst many videographers that are out there. There's probably more videographers available today than, than ever before. Um, how does she cut through the clutter? How does she uh, key in on, on who might be right for her? Well, that's a great question, Robert. Um, Basically, a bride is going to go around and shop just like she's shopping for everything else. She's shopping for flowers. She's shopping for the right hotel, the right band. The same thing for video. And she's going to find a lot of great videos out there, a lot of great videographers. I always find the best way for a bride to find out who that person is who's going to do the video is to go into that studio. The work she sees is going to be great. It's going to be as great as the person that she saw the day before. The difference will be personality. Is there chemistry between the bride and the videographer? Does she feel comfortable with that man or woman who's going to videotape that day? And once she feels comfortable with the chemistry, with the personality, then she can go forward and hire that particular person because that person's going to be there all day working with her. And also she has to wonder, 
and feel comfortable with that person business-wise. Once the wedding is over, will that person come through with the video? Will that person come through with the prices that person talked about? And it all comes back to personality. Yeah, you know, it, I can't stress this enough, and, and so many of you have talked about this, uh, is that personal connection. You know, there are certain vendors that you'll deal with during the wedding day where it doesn't make one bit of difference what kind of person, what kind of personality, what kind of connection you make. You know, you don't have to make a connection with the chef who's going to cook the food that day. But if you don't make a connection with the person who's going to be around you all day in the intimate moments like a videographer, then you're lost right from the start. Uh, so that, that personal connection, I think, is, is critical. Let's go now to Chris Chibukos. Hi, Chris. Hey, how you doing? Uh, thanks so much for, uh, for joining us. Now, you're in Bannockburn, Illinois. Is that yeah, right? It's a little suburb in the North Shore of Chicago. Well, thank you uh, so much for, for joining us. You've won Creative Excellence Awards. You've been a speaker. You talk about, about video. You've been uh, on, on committees with the industry. You obviously have shown your commitment to, to our industry, and, and that's really to be admired. What would be your best advice to our brides out there who are just starting this process of planning their wedding? How can they make it the best it can possibly be? Well, you know, there's been so much uh, big picture and very great philosophical advice for, from so many of the people on the program so far, and it's all been wonderful. I'd like to briefly talk about a couple of small things people could do to make their wedding day go better. Here's a good tip. You know, so often when we're with the bride during the pre-ceremony moments, they usually have a makeup artist that's going to make them look beautiful, of course. Well, I think it's a great idea to go ahead and have that makeup artist throughout the rest of the day, or at least a good majority of it. So during the ceremony and post-ceremony, after they've had all the hugs and kisses, they can get those retouches and look just as good as they did early in the day. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I think, uh, you know, you want to stay fresh and you want to look good in the photographs, no matter if they're at the beginning of the day or the end of the day. Yeah, and here's another good one. Um, a lot of times people just choose their band or even their DJ just from a, a CD or maybe a promotional video that one of us have created for them. And, and that's great, you know, but I think they should go one step further, and if at all possible try and see them live. Now, maybe it's hard to go to a wedding and see a band live because you don't want to feel like you're intruding, but so often bands also play at other social events, maybe uh, some sort of function they could see them at, because as we all know, sometimes um, you know, a recording cannot be maybe 100% uh, accurate. It may, not, it may be their best day they've ever played and not representative of what they do day in, day out. What about when it comes to choosing the right videographer? What would you suggest? Well, I've got a little bit different of a perspective on this because I started in this industry as a wedding photographer 21 years ago before I switched into video 15 years ago. And one thing that I think is really important is to do your best to choose a, a team, a photographer and a videographer who maybe have worked together before, who can you know work together and not be uh, disrupting each other's shots and make your coverage on both ends go better. Our, our brides, they're probably rewinding all this information so they could write it down. Uh, let's go now to Lansdale, Pennsylvania for Natalie Neal. Hi, Natalie. Hi. So nice to have you with us. I am so happy to be here. I'm excited. Good, good. I like excitement, and that's one of the things that you possess. You're always so excited about what you're doing. <laughs> that could be a good thing all the time, I say. <laughs> well, it, in my book, it's a uh, it's a good thing, and, and you're you're another... Uh, another one of those videographers who finds it important to be involved in the industry. You're, uh, uh, you're very involved at the local level with your, your local association in the Philadelphia area, as well as well on, the, on the national and international level. You, you know, you've seen a lot, both from the professional side, from the bride side, and being a woman, again, you have that uh, innate sense of knowing what uh, other women like. The chick what factor. It's the chick factor. Uh, now, what what is some great advice that you can share with, with our brides out there? Well, first, it may sound simple, but it's so important, is uh, don't sweat the small stuff. Pick your battles. Uh, a lot of time I see the brides are losing their mind over things that are inconsequential if you look at the big picture. Um, I tell my brides all the time, you know, um, don't worry about every little detail. The details have a way of taking care of themselves on the day of the event and leading up to it. So don't sweat the small stuff. Um, and, you know, take time to savor your wedding day. I think Tricia mentioned that too. 
that it shouldn't be a drudgery, it shouldn't be um, a chore. Um, take time to savor every moment leading up to and the day of the wedding. Enjoy every moment. And um, as has been said by a couple of the other videographers that are on this, this podcast, is to um, infuse your personality in the entire wedding day. Um, let you and the groom's personalities really affect um, how you uh, structure your wedding day and, and the choices that you make. Um, and then on the same line, remember that it's not just about you and the groom. It is a family affair. And I think a lot of the brides forget that it's a family affair and it's not just about the bride. It's, a, uh, you know, the whole families are involved. It's the inclusion of two separate families becoming one big family. And, and if they remember that, they're going to have an awesome, awesome day. Yeah, because, you know, as much as I think it's important that a bride and groom do what's right for them, you really do have to consider the families. You know, you can't be so outrageous that it's going to make grandma and grandpa so uncomfortable, you know? Right. Well, I think sometimes, um, it's, um, I hate to feel like I'm picking on the brides, but sometimes I think they lose focus and um, they pinpoint just themselves um, when there's, there's really um, a whole support system that can be involved in this day. Um, and if, if you remember that, it's going to be an amazing event for not just you, but for your entire family. And they won't remember that you're a quote-unquote bridezilla that day. They're going to remember that it was the best party that they ever went to. And I think that's really what every bride really wants to happen and why she's stressing out on all of the details. She really wants to throw a good party. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Now, what about when it comes to choosing a videographer? What would you uh, suggest? suggest to the, the first question to ask yourself as, as as a bride and groom trying to choose a videographer is how do you want to remember this day how do you want to remember it um because very often with video they think oh well my cousin has a camcorder we'll just record it no you're talking about your memories how do you actually re- want to remember this day and then take the next step and say who can help me achieve that goal of remembering this day the way that i really want to remember it and then if you keep that in mind um, when you're deciding what videographer um, you want to choose, you're looking for that good fit, just like for that dress. You're looking for that good fit. So it's, um, it's about the creativity, the talent, the experience. Look at all of those as um, ingredients in, to making that perfect fit, um, and you'll be successful in finding that right one. Don't just rely on what your, um, your aunt said to do as far as choosing your vendors. Um, Use your instincts and also um, look for that good fit. Um, the personality of the videographer is super important because, as you mentioned at the start, um, we're with them all day, and then afterwards we have to deal with them as well. Um, and in choosing a videographer, make, make sure that you're seeing a full production and not just the best two to three minutes that they can put together. Look for the whole big package and then choose wisely. Well, that's more fabulous uh, wedding advice. You're listening to the Event DV25, the, the, the top 25 videographers in the country is voted on by their peers and appeared in Event DV magazine. Let's go out now to Sacramento, California from Mike Jensen. Hi, Mike. How you doing, Robert? Good. Thank you so much for, uh, for joining us. I, I do appreciate that. Um, Mike, you've been in the business a while. You've, you've, you've seen a lot of things. Uh, it's time for you now to share. Let's let's hear what your best advice would be for couples who are planning their wedding. Well, a couple things. I think a lot of the things have been mentioned by the other callers. Um, it's important to see consistently excellent work. So many brides, I think, book off of a, a demo, maybe so that they see at a bridal show. Um, view work from the same location that they're getting married at. I think that's very important. Um, maybe a lot of low light, maybe... Um, a lot of different circumstances that may make that DVD, that finished product, look completely different from location to location. I mean, also know who is is going to actually shoot and edit your wedding. We've had a a real influx in our market here in Sacramento of of large companies that have come in, a lot of subcontractors. We had a bride, for example, come in for a consultation, and she's seen one of our competitors, large competitors, uh, the hour before, and I, I quizzed her a little bit, and I said, well, what did they show you in the demo? And she said, well, they showed me a, a wedding video from Australia. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. And uh, evidently they have a subsidiary in, in Australia, but that's not the videographer that will be shooting her or editing her wedding. So brides, I think, need to know that the wedding video, um, There's, I think there's three investments that a bride makes on her wedding day. Uh, uh, one is uh, photography. She's going to have her photographs forever. 
uh, her video, her finished wedding video, and she's going to have her spouse. And uh, uh, I think our brides sometimes remember the, the photography and the and the the, uh, the spouse part, but uh, forget the video. So many times we were at bridal shows and they rush by our booths uh, and gather around the, the, the photo booths and, and the flowers and the cake and forget that they're going to have the video for the rest of their lives. It's so short-sighted on the, on the part of, of brides that, um, you know, are just, you know, passing by the opportunity to have their, their day uh, captured. Uh, let's go now also to uh, the Philadelphia area for Dave Williams. Hi, Dave. Hey, how are you, Robert? Good. So glad you could uh, could join us. Uh, so you're chatting up the other uh, participants here on the show, keeping busy while you're waiting. I appreciate that. Good to be a part of it. Uh, you know, you're another person very involved in the industry uh, at the local level, at the national level. Travel around the world. Uh, just came back from Australia for for some video instruction, showing others uh, what you do. You're in a pretty unique position. You've seen a lot. You've experienced a lot. What don't brides and grooms know when they're planning their wedding that they need to know? Well, um, you know, I've listened to everybody's answer, and I think all of it's great advice. And uh, all of it kind of ties into what I've come to believe, which is that the um, clients, you know, I've seen so many clients decide on the day of their wedding whether or not they're going to like your video, whether or not they're going to like the pictures. And, you know, I took that to heart. For example, I've seen... <clears throat> who I think are, you know, uh, photographers who technically are, you know, okay, mediocre, but they really connect with the client the day of the wedding. They have fun, the clients enjoy them, and in the end, the pictures come back and they just rave about them. Then I've seen technically wonderful uh, photographers, for example, you know, high-end, very high-end photographers who I think create beautiful pictures, but because of the personality conflict the day of the wedding, uh, there's going to be a problem, and there usually is. Uh, they want changes. There's something, that, there's something that has to be repaired. And that just taught me, I think, over time that personality is probably 60% of all this. And everybody has mentioned personality, but I think it is critical whether you meet the client ahead of time or not. Uh, the day of, and that's really important for me, how I operate and how all the folks who work for me operate, is how you handle yourself professionally, how you handle yourself during the day is the most important thing. So I would say the piece of advice, you know, uh, if, if brides and grooms don't know this already, is if, the, if there's any possible way to meet with your uh, videographer or at least talk to them over the phone and, and, and make that connection, I would say that's tops on the priority list. Yeah, I, I, I would certainly agree uh, with that. Now, what about when it comes to the component of choosing the right videographer? It's been said before, you know, especially, you know, where we are in the Northeast, there's no shortage of videographers, certainly. Um, how does a bride choose amongst so many? I also agree that, uh, and it's been said earlier in this uh, call, that watching clips, whether it's uh, demo reels or full clips or, or uh, same-day edits or montages, whatever it is, it's important to fall in love with what you see. But um, the part that I, I stress mostly with my clients is that they fall in love with the audio first. I think the audio, it's, it's one thing that we spend the most time on, we invest the most money in, is getting great audio. Because too many videographers, I feel, make a music video out of the day. They'll take today's pop music, they'll take some of the best eye candy that they've shot, slap it together, and they call it a wedding video. Well, unfortunately, 20 years from now, 40 years from now, generations from now, it's meaningless. It's heartless. There's no emotion there. Uh, when people are dead and gone, you don't know what they sound like. You don't know what their personality was. So audio is on the tops of our list. And if you can hear, I mean, we're all, I, I think all Americans, everybody around the world, I think, has a Ph.D. in television watching. Uh -huh. And we all know the difference between a well-produced production and something that's amateurish. And usually it comes down to how the audio is handled. So if you can hear things, if you hear ambient audio, if you hear during establishing shots birds chirping, it should feel real. It should, it should have that emotional component to it. And I think that is what is lacking in a lot of um, uh, wedding video productions today. Yeah, that's that's really uh, a great point. And, and again, uh, you know, a component that a bride may not really 
you know, think about when, when you know, she's thinking about video. I mean, you think about video, you don't think about the audio portion, but it really, one doesn't work without the other. So, Dave, that's, that's really great advice. Uh, let's go now to Connecticut for Steve Fowler. Hi, Steve. Hey, Robert. How are you doing today? Good. So glad you could join us. I know you had a little bit of technical difficulty trying to get into the call. Yeah, you know what? The one thing you learn in this business is you don't sweat anything out. You uh, hold to your to your uh, to your focus point and to you, to achieve it. <laughs> don't get yeah, nervous. good. Well, I'm glad you you stuck it out and and that you could uh, you could join us. I, I really do appreciate that. You know, you've won lots of of creative excellence awards. You, you know, you're well known in in the uh, in the industry. You're you're uh, involved in the industry, and, and again, we really like that. And, and it's something, you know, it's interesting, I think, with videographers more so than many other components of the wedding professionally. Um, you know, videographers really take the time to educate themselves, to learn, and to share. And that's really what we're doing here today uh, is sharing. Because in addition to brides that are going to listen, there'll be lots of other wedding professionals listening getting this great advice. So now's your time, Steve. Why don't you share with our listeners uh, some of your best wedding planning advice? Well, wedding, wedding planning advice would be, um, you know, timeline. Uh, develop a timeline of your wedding day and then pass that off to someone. I um, mean, you know, if obviously if you can't afford a, uh, a wedding coordinator or a planner and pass that off to someone on the day that can uh, keep you guys on track. Um, I've had clients come to me, or I had a client come to me way back when, probably 15 years ago. This guy had a 15-minute breakdown of the day, and I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm in trouble. I'm never going to make this guy happy. But as it turned out, and we obviously made the client happy, but as it turned out, they, that was one of the best days ever because when something went wrong or if something did go wrong, they had a plan. Um, and so, I mean, that's my best advice would be, you know, make a timeline of your day, and uh, if something goes wrong, don't worry about it, and uh, don't rush. You know, I tell every client that I meet with, uh, one of the things that we do is we still um, go to the wedding rehearsal. And at the wedding rehearsal, I tell them, um, you know, take in the moment. Like when you when they say, you know, the bride and groom are being introduced at the, at, the, at, the, at the reception or even at the ceremony, just look around at all your family and friends and, and take in the moment. Um, we'll, you know, the videographer and the photographer will capture it for you, but we're not looking through your eyes. Only you can look through your eyes. And I don't know, remember that it's your day. Um, there may be some professionals on your wedding day that may think it's their day or some people throughout the day that are telling you what to do, but the bottom line, it's your day. Um, you know, take the advice and then do what you want. Um, so I guess that would be my best advice. And I, I guess the last thing would be eat your dinner. <laughs> if, you don't, uh, if you don't plan your day, if you plan your day, you'll have time to eat your dinner. So many times I go to weddings, I never see the bride and groom even eat. You know that's that's really great advice, and it's something I think you know it, it's interesting. You know, to you know, Steve was was our last participant. You know, I think that you know brides and grooms will not generally eat. One of the um, caterers that we had interviewed had said, you know, one of the things that they do is they always put this goodie bag together, and and they have something that they could take with them back to the hotel and they could eat. You know, and all of these little things are things that couples don't necessarily think about when it comes to the wedding. And, and those of us who are in the industry really, you know, have an insight. We see it. We hear those things. You know, we meet with our couples after the wedding. You know, they come in and they're bringing some honeymoon pictures in or they're, they're talking about music selections. And I know for myself and I know a lot of you all actually, you know, do kind of a follow-up and, and ask about the wedding and experiences. And we hear about the things that, you know, that went right, the things that went wrong, and, and you know, it, we really do have a unique insight. What I wanted to do in just these last few minutes was to um, to open up if any of our participants have anything they would like to add. I know we're going on the presumption that, that everybody listening has already decided to have a wedding video, but for those that are on the fence, I've heard on discussion boards that sometimes brides say, well, we're not going to get one because we don't think we'll ever watch it. But we like movies. We just don't like bad ones. If we go to the theater and we see a good movie, we'll go back and see it again, and we'll even buy it when it comes out and add it to our collection. It's the bad movies we don't like. I think if you find a good videographer and participate in you know, what should be included in the event, your wedding movie will be your favorite movie of all time. And it's one of the only things you spend money on at your wedding that actually goes up in value the next day. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. I always talk to clients about 
the wedding video not being a purchase, but an investment because it does increase in value over time. Couples don't don't think of that. And, you know, uh, one of the things that really hits home uh, for me in terms of, of the the power of, of video is the fact that if, you know, if you think about it, if someone were to come to you and say that, you know, in my left hand, I've got your grandparents' photo album, and in my right hand, I've got your grandparents' wedding video, but you can only look at one, which one would you choose? Just about everyone that I've ever asked that question to, and we asked it to a panel of brides at our local video association, uh, every single couple went down the line and said they would rather see the video because video does bring it back to life. Not to say that by any means that, uh, you know, we should do without photographs. I think they complement one another. I think that you need to have both, but you really need to have both. You know, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Watson, you had a, a comment? Um, yeah, basically, um, you know, one of the things that I read about, you know, on message boards elsewhere is that a lot of brides think that wedding video is cheesy or it's just one style, but the fact is is that there's several different styles out there of wedding video now. It's not just uh, like maybe the slow motion uh, uh, dissolve ballad, that sort of thing doesn't work for you. Um, there's also people who do a more contemporary style of video uh, with a totally different tone uh, that you might want to look into as well. So um, what I'm saying is that if you're a bride who just thinks that wedding video is one thing, uh, it's not these days. There's a ton of different uh, styles and sensibilities out there, and I'm pretty sure one of them would uh, resonate with, with the bride these days. So uh, keep that in mind when you're looking for a wedding videographer or considering a wedding videographer. You know, more really, really great advice. We know there's going to be comments. We know there's going to be questions for our videographers, and, and we encourage you to write in. You can send us email with, with your questions. Our email address is feedback at the WPN.com. That's feedback at T-H-E-W-P-N.com. And you can send us an email, email your questions, your comments there, or you can call our listener hotline, which is 800 882 I want to take this opportunity to thank all of the Event DB25 who, uh, who shared their knowledge with us, who took the time to be part of, of this program. I'm proud to call you all my colleagues and to call you my friends, and, and I do appreciate that. You have been listening to a special edition of Meet the Masters with the Event DB25, the top 25 videographers in the country. Meet the Masters, only available on Wedding Podcast Network. I'm Robert Allen, and we'll see you next time.